I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It is Friday. Thank goodness. Changes in the pattern as we go through the end of this week. And boy, a big change next week. You're listening to Weather Insider for Friday, November 5th. Meteorologist Bernie Rain, along with meteorologist Melissa Constanzer. And uh, you know what, Melissa, all week, Florida has been basking in the sunshine and basking in the beautiful weather. Well, no one is basking today. No one is at the beach today. And boy, travel is is just been a nightmare there so far on our Friday. You know, Floridians, and I can say this because my parents are Floridians now. Are they snowbirds or are they? No, they, they, no, they left. Yeah, yeah they, okay. they full-time moved, live there year-round now. Um, but Floridians tend to like to throw it back in our faces yeah. this time of year and like the next six months. So you know, they need the rain every now and then. I'm okay with the way things are going. I feel bad for the traveling and yeah. everything like that, but they need the rain. You got to have a not sunny day every now and then. Every now and then. And boy, I don't think they're seeing any sun. Uh, heavy rain, too. I've seen reports of almost four inches in South uh, South Miami where we've had flash flooding. The rain continues today. And, you know, if you separate the state in the two, and I'm not suggesting we do that, by the way. But if you were weather wise from I-4 on north soaking rain, that's where we may end up with seven, eight inches of rain. We have an AccuWeather local storm max of 10 inches in spots. Uh, and, and then if you take I-4 uh, from Tampa, Orlando on south, that's where you may have the severe weather. Either the other part of this storm, though, Melissa, is that it's in the eastern Gulf of Mexico. We have an area of high pressure off the eastern seaboard, and that's driving this stiff wind out of the east-northeast along the Florida coast. We also have the king tides, astronomically high tides going on. So there's already been reports of coastal flooding, and that's going to be a problem all the way up into the Carolinas, I think, as we headed to Saturday. It is strong east winds. It just it never spells out good news when you talk about that because it's just going to be one of those things that creates the rip currents, creates the real big problems. And for those that are trying to go out to the beaches, either a you can't get to them, or if you do, you can't go in the water. So it's certainly going to be that time frame where you watch the strong east winds making an impact or anywhere that you're on a beach where the the wind is just so strong coming off the water. It's a big problem. Yeah, and and that problem then extends farther north as we move into the weekend. Um, and the, the good news is, at least for Florida, you're one and done. You have one day, then you dry out, um, and then it gets nicer. We can't say that though for the Northwest. That's why people live in Florida, right? Yeah, that's one right. Done, right? <laughs> and you know what? You were my new favorite friend because. Um, Anybody that has a house in Florida that I smell free vacation. That's well, what I smell, my right? My parents do, to be fair. But, you well, know, they like okay. the grandkids every now and then. So, yeah, every, you got to make those trips every now and then. Every now and then you have to. All right. We have triplets. 
not Melissa and certainly not my I was, wife. I was, no, we, we, I was we, like, whoa, we, no. this is great. <laughs> no, no, no. We, my, my wife does not have triplets and uh, Melissa does not have triplets. We have one baby each. Both uh, <laughs> Melissa has a son. I have a son. Uh, that's more than enough for now. But in the Northwest, we've got three storms that we're tracking over the next four to five days, we couldn't buy a drop of rain, certainly in the summer months. And I don't get a lot of rain uh, a lot, but my, oh my has the pattern changed and now we can't get it to stop. And Hey, these are going to be warmer systems, right? Bernie, we're not talking about big time snows or any travel. We're not, we're, we're, we're not, although the, the second storm's a warmer storm. What, what's coming in the next couple of days are actually some colder storms. Now they're not strong though. We're not going to be looking at lots of rain, but you know, snow levels this entire time, they've been, yeah, they've been up at around, you know, five, 6,000 feet. They're going to actually dip down below 3000 feet as we get into Saturday and Sunday. So I think for the first time, or first time in this pattern, there's going to be snow covered and slippery roads, certainly through the Oregon Cascades. They're higher up between, you know, 4,500, 5,000 feet. But with snow levels going down to 2,500 feet by Saturday, that puts Snoqualmie Pass uh, in play along Interstate 90, Stevens Pass, White Pass, I think about three to six inches, locally 10 inches. They could use the snow, but if you're doing any traveling, do be careful. And then we have the last in the series of storms, it looks like, Melissa, that is going to be arriving Monday night in the Tuesday. And this storm's a little different. Oh, boy. A little different. Well, here's why it's different. You know, these storms have been going in the British Columbia. Even today's storm is going in the British Columbia. Tomorrow's system, the center of the storm is going in British Columbia, but this one's coming farther south. So instead of the energy, which has been going in the British Columbia, staying in Canada and having no impact on the United States, this one is coming farther south. And by the end of next week, we're going to have a big trough across the central part of the country, Melissa. And that spells some problems. Yeah, it's never good in fall or spring for that matter. Or sp- but fall too, because that's, I think I'm sensing you're saying severe weather. Yes, I am worried about that. Yeah. And you know what? Because fall and you hit it, you're kind of getting to that. You know, November to some extent is like, April and May, in a sense, you know, in in the spring, we're transitioning to summer in the fall, we're transitioning to the winter. So during those transition times of the year, you can get severe weather. Well, there's going to be a lot of warmer air um, uh, uh, streaming northward uh, in in the mid-Atlantic and the northeast. By the time we get into the latter half of next week, colder air comes into the plains and we're going to get a storm in between. And it's that storm that's going to produce a variety of weather. Yeah, Melissa, I'm worried about severe weather. Across parts of the southeast, the soaking rain. What I'm not sure about yet is the snow. The air is cold coming behind this. I'm, it's not Arctic. It's just cold enough for snow. And I'm just not sure on how strong the storm is. If it's strong enough, there will be some backside snow. I think it would be across the Midwest. But you know what? I'm unsure about the storm track. It could be a little farther east. But that is something to look to. Or that's going to be the main story in our weather as we head in the next week. Well, you certainly are getting that time of year in the yeah. Midwest. The thing about it, though, has been, and we're only just starting to see this this past week, is we haven't gotten the ground cold. Even no. in like northern Minnesota and northern Wisconsin and North Dakota, we haven't gotten the ground cold, but we've just started to this week. So if that continues before this next storm, 
maybe we see things, but I think it gets pretty warm between now and then. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and the problem is, and, and this was being highlighted also by Paul Pasolak, our chief long range forecaster, there's not, there's no snow across the um, Canadian prairies. And you know what? And that's where a lot of the cold air starts originating or it comes over. And without that snow cover, until we get that, you have to be careful about over predicting the uh, cold and therefore over predicting the snow. That was one of my lessons learned in Wisconsin, living, yes. in, living in northern Wisconsin. If it wasn't snow covered in Saskatchewan, you probably weren't going to get yeah. the cold yet. So that's another key we're going to be looking for. And of course, Melissa and I are sad about Sunday. We were elated last Thursday. Uh, Melissa, a Packer fan like I am. No Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Well, at least we get to see Jordan Love. I was going to say, we let's see what he does, Melissa. What the depth there is on the team. And you, you hope that it's good. Well, you and, go ahead. And it's not that the team relies around one person, but quarterbacks are pretty essential. They are. I'm hoping what we see is a repeat of what we saw, I believe, in 2007 when Brett Favre got hurt on a Thursday night game against Dallas. Aaron Rodgers came in, and I'll never forget Chris Collinsworth made this remark, Green Bay is not going to win many games with Aaron Rodgers at quarterback. He said that by the end of the game, he said, you know what? Packers fans have to be feeling very great now with what they have in Aaron Rodgers. And hopefully you and I are saying that at Sunday around 730. I suspect we're going to say, oh, well, we knew we were going to lose game two at some point. Oh, no, don't tell me that. I'm going to keep the optimism, though, uh, and and hope that, yes, you're right. And we've got the depth and everything. And, you know, you, you always give me a little bit of Packers trivia because remember, I'm a relatively new Packers fan. Yeah. So that, that goes back before my time. Yeah, well, you know, I go back to 1972. That's when I remember the Packers. And let me tell you something. And what Packers fans will tell you this. Uh, it was slim pickings back in the 70s. 80s until Bart, Brett Favre and Reggie White, Reggie White came to the Packers in the early 90s. And since then, well, it's been playoff after playoff after playoff. Yeah. <laughs> well, it is certainly something that we'll have to watch. And maybe the frozen tundra will be a little bit frozen. But maybe there's that severe weather threat next week, too, that we're concerned about. And a lot of people don't realize, as you were hinting on earlier, there are the two seasons of severe mm -hmm. weather working on the Gulf Coast. A lot of people didn't think about November and December on the central Gulf coast, but it was, you'd get cold front after cold front sweeping across. And that just spelled out water spouts that came ashore and became tornadoes. And, and, you know, we'd had EF threes that way. And that does look like one of the primary spots for late next week. And it could be, could be multiple rounds too. So that's always a concern for flash flooding. All right. For Melissa Consensor, Bernie Reno, enjoy your weekend. Don't forget to download the AccuWeather app. It's a free download on your mobile device. Don't forget also Minicast, minute-by-minute minute weather for your exact location. We'll let you know when the rain's going to start. Stop, get heavy, get light. We'll keep you ahead of the storms. Thank you for listening to today's edition of Weather Insider. For the latest in breaking weather news, be sure to follow Bernie Reno on Twitter at AccuRaino. And be sure to subscribe, rate, and review all of our podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. 